0: Hi, everyone. In this episode, we discuss Jason Kalipa's Business of Fitness podcast, episode 87. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fight to Finish podcast. I'm Cece.
1: And this is Arwen.
0: And we are your hosts for the Fight to Finish podcast. So in today's episode... We are actually going to reflect on a pod, another podcast that we listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you, if if you guys know who Jason Kalipa is. Um, he's a CrossFit, well, former CrossFit athlete, CrossFit Games winner,
1: formerly the fittest man on earth,
0: formerly the fittest man. on earth. In the earth.
1: early days of CrossFit, yeah, Jason Kalipa,
0: and he has a podcast and. Actually, his the topic that he, he talked about this week was really interesting because uh, I, I actually have a little bit of experience in it.
1: Well, let's – his podcast, I think – well, he has several or he has two uh, that were the fir- – the, one of the podcasts that we're referring to is I think is the Business of Fitness. So um, yes, Jason right. Kalipa, he runs um, several CrossFit businesses, all titled NorCal CrossFit. Um, And he runs um, the uh, NC Fit Collective. So basically, it's encouraging other CrossFit boxes, whether he owns them or uh, they're part of the collective. Um, It's kind of like a a collective where they improve uh, their business, essentially. So that's the setup uh, that I want to clarify for everybody.
0: Yeah, so in this podcast uh, episode, he talked about the Curse of the Unpaid Coach, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I used to be an unpaid coach. And so, like, as he was, like, talking about things, I was like, oh, my God, I like I feel it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about and You don't have to name names where you were a coach at mm-hmm. unless you want to. But um, talk about your experience of being an unpaid coach.
0: Yeah. So uh, I was helping out a buddy of mine on uh helping with the kids class
1: at a certain gym
0: at a, at a gym. Okay. Not um, a CrossFit gym, right? Just not a CrossFit gym. Got it. Um, and, uh, we taught kids jujitsu and kind of like self-defense skills. And it was also incorporating like anti-bullying. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. And that kid's class grew pretty big. And then my buddy, who was like the head coach, he ended up leaving for his own reasons. Um, He was paid. uh, But the reason they told me that they couldn't pay me is because they just didn't have the money. It was a new program is like a new kids program. They said they didn't have the money to pay me. And they said, as soon as we have the money, you know, we're definitely going to start paying you for your time. Mm. I was like, okay, keep in mind. I wasn't getting a free gym membership, like nothing. I was just, so
1: you still had to pay.
0: I was still paying my membership dues. Um, Hmm. and, I was doing this as a favor to my friend
1: who now left
0: who left. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was helping him out. And at the same time, what I was getting out of it was I was learning how to coach. And, um, it was actually, I learned a lot, but I also just wasn't getting paid. Like there's literally no compensation. It was literally just free labor. Um, and it was hard to leave because, you know, I really became attached to those kids. And, but I decided like I had to do the right thing for myself. Um, when he left, they wanted me to start coaching the classes and they still didn't want to pay me, hmm. but they said they are willing to give me a free gym membership, um, but they wanted me to teach like four days a week. And I was like, oh, I'm not even getting paid. And like, this was more as like, I was working with my buddy and, you know, we worked together and it worked really well. Um and I asked, like, "Why can't I get paid?" And they said, "Oh, we just don't have the money for." It. And I said, "Well, you're paying him, and now you're not paying him because he left because he left, yeah. so you you had the money to pay him, so why paying can't me. you pay me yeah yeah, 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 um, and they just they didn't want to. they said if I would work for free for a year, then in a year, if they felt I was doing well, then they would consider paying <laughs> me um and so you know at that point, I just decided to leave, and they kind of had to scramble and find someone um and uh from what I've heard a lot of those kids left after um left? myself and and my friend left. Um we stopped coaching and it makes sense. I mean they didn't really have a coach. The coach that stepped in um didn't really know the kids hadn't developed that relationship and mm. the way he ran things was a little bit different so um I think it was just kind of like a big shock to to the class. Yeah. Um so I don't I don't know how it is now. I know they still have a kids class now. Um But I just I'm not really sure Hmm. how good it is or, you know, what kids are still in there. I actually ran into the mom of one of the kids at a CrossFit gym. And she said that after we left, like the program kind of like went down the toilet Uh and uh, she pulled her kid out of it because she just didn't like the way that it was. And it just wasn't the same. And
1: you're paying for it and it's not the same and your kids are not getting results. Why why stay? I get it.
0: Um, And so uh, it's interesting because. Jason Kleep, does talk about how, uh, you know, as an unpaid coach, what is your reason for being there? Um, You can't force someone to stay. I didn't have to give them a two-week notice. I didn't. I could have just not shown up, and how are they going to hold me accountable? I'm already, I'm paying my membership dues. Um, You know, I said that I would be there but if i don't show up like what are you gonna do write me up i'm not your employee yeah um and then he also talked about like the legal aspect of things where what if i had told the kids to do something and then they got injured Mm. and now the parent is suing the gym because the instructor told their child to do something that was unsafe yeah um and i mean we both know jujitsu can be unsafe if, if you're not
1: you uh, you're at a very high risk of getting injured for yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um luckily the kids that I dealt with like they were all very conscious about that and they no one wanted to like hurt anyone else and so mm-hmm. um we really stressed like safety but you know when you're not paying someone you can't guarantee uh that that level, right? Um you really can't hold someone accountable when they're not your employee, they're not getting anything from it. Um so it it was an interesting podcast to listen to. Um, but I think you and I have actually had, uh, I think we, we definitely see the quality in Jason Kalipa's like gyms versus
1: some other places, some other yeah. places
0: that we've visited. So,
1: I mean, like, so, so if I'm, I didn't personally listen to the podcast yet. Um, it's on my cue list. Um, but t- so to clarify and then to, to further move on what you were talking about, elaborate what you're talking about, um, basically if, if from what I'm gathering, you know, these volunteer coaches, um, are technically not employees and they're not held to some sort of accountability because a, they're not being paid. And it sounds like in your particular situation and maybe a lot of other coaches per particular situation, you're, were just a gym member. That happen to be an expert or have some expertise and then end up taking a role into teaching and they kind of not kind of they definitely capitalize on your generosity of your time to uh, get you to be free labor is that what i'm gathering and 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 maybe that's also the case for a lot of uh crossfit boxes
0: yeah, so uh I was uh teaching. Again, with my friend Sean. Um not my trainer, my my buddy Sean.
1: A different Sean. A
0: different Sean. Uh, As you get to know us, you'll know there's a lot of Sean's in our lives. There's a lot of Sean's in our lives, yeah. Um so Sean with the W. (laughs) That's how he spells his name with the W. So Sean with the W, he uh was, like I said, the head coach, and then I would go in there and assist. So he would teach the kids and I'd help them out. Um, you know, if they're doing something incorrectly, I would correct them. Um but keep in mind I had only been doing jujitsu in an MMA setting, not in a formal like jujitsu class. Mm. And it had only been for a year and I only trained in no gi and we were teaching these kids Go in right, gi. Right. So I was like a white belt trying to teach <laughs> these kids. kids who yeah, are also yeah, white yeah, belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um absolutely I did not like looking back now, I'm just like, wow, I did not have the qualifications for this. Sure. Um but hey, I did it and kids yeah. learn, So yeah. that's cool. <laughs> you know, like Sean would teach me, and I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm gonna go teach these kids. Yeah. Um, and I think through that I actually did learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Like myself, I learned a lot, and I was just like, oh wait, why isn't this working for these kids? Oh, it's because they're I, I told them to do it wrong mm-hmm. and now I have to like God. correct it. <laughs> but it was cool because I like I learned a lot. Um but yeah, I was putting in um an hour four days a week. So Monday through Thursday.
1: So you're teaching a class. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so four hours a week. Yeah. And then what four hours a week. And then there's what, four weeks, so like 16 hours a month.
1: Yeah. So, so definitely not high volume, but your, your, your particular case, like I think what Jason's also saying would be saying in his podcast is like, you know, that's, you weren't held, there was no SOP for you. There yeah there was there, was, there was no standard right there was no credential look at there is no nothing to kind of accredit well not to say credit or discredit you but like at the same time like there's no standard there's no you're not an employee right and you're not um there's no way to guarantee your attendance um apart from your goodwill right
0: right yeah. and and what's funny is like after I left mm. that gym i Joined a different gym, uh, you know, and I started, like, meeting other people. And I found out that actually a lot of the movements that I thought I'd been doing correctly, just in fitness, not not introduced jujitsu, just in fitness, I had actually been doing it wrong. Mm. And then when I started doing CrossFit, I realized that there were still other movements that I thought I was doing sure. correctly that I was doing completely wrong. And, and I, I was like, wait, hold on a second. Let's see the qualifications of the people that were teaching me at this gym that i you know that i helped out at and as it turns out it was just gym members that had been interested they just became
1: instructors okay
0: but there were there was actually no qualifications there were very few people there that actually had like a personal trainer cert um certification um or they actually had um experience training and it was just like oh hey it's cool i want a free gym membership so i'm just going to teach and um I think it was a great experience for me to like kickstart start my journey into sure. fitness. Yeah. Yeah. But I I'm even today, I'm still dealing with a lot of injuries that I got from doing movements incorrectly. And I still deal with those injuries today because it's just, it just messed up my body. Yeah. So, um,
1: so going back to, to, to round it back to Jason, I think your, your use case was not, uh, is is not unique and the fact that that's probably also apparent in a lot of like you, like you were saying earlier, uh, the, the level well to move, to move the conversation along a little bit. You were touching up on like some experiences we had versus like we, we have seen having, you know, dropped in a few other CrossFit boxes here and there. Granted, we, we, we've, I've personally only been doing it like three months. She's been doing it close to a year now. and, I don't want to give the impression that we're experts, but there is definitely something to what Jason was saying in his podcast of like, there is a, a level of, uh, when you do pay your employees, there is a level of, uh, refineness that to your business that it brings. Right. Yeah. Um, I think you and I having, um, <clears throat> you special, especially when you dropped into your first box, um, Versus to going to, let's say, an NC Fitbox, what's the difference immediately? And then relate it back to what Jason was saying in his podcast.
0: So first box I dropped into, um, it was nice. Honestly, I have like nothing bad to say about it. But when I left, I wasn't like, wow, that was like, that was an amazing experience. Like, I really like, I want to come back. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, people were nice and... It was nice, but it's kind of far. I don't I don't know like that I had a, enough of a good time to come back. Mm-hmm. Um and to be honest, I haven't been back since. Um but my first time at NC Fit, um I walked in. So sorry, the first box I went to, I went there because a friend of mine, that's her box. And, um, I was like, man, I really want to do CrossFit with someone else. And so I went, I had fun. It was cool. You know, caught up with my friend. I went to NC fit, uh, in Mountain View. Uh, and that was the second box I've ever dropped Rocky in there. on. Yeah. And man, what a different experience. It, it really was. And I didn't know anyone there. I didn't have any friends. I walked in and there was no one at the front desk. It was like noon or something. And I was like. Um, and I wanted to drop in to do my first ever, uh, um, open. Yeah. Open open workout. workout. It was like first one ever in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: 20.1.
0: Yeah. 20.1. And, uh, I had just done a competition on Saturday. And so now it's like Monday, it's three o'clock. The cutoff is 5 PM. I was like, I have to do it now. Otherwise, like if I don't like you miss out, I'm just don't. Yeah, oh, twenty point
1: yeah,
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I walk in, like, there's no one at the front desk, which I was like, okay, this is kind of odd, but it is kind of like a weird time of the day. And I peek my head in, and I see that two of the coaches are judging, um, two of the members, and there's a guy just kind of standing there. Um, and I walk over to the guy that's just standing there watching, and I ask him, I was like, hey, do you know like who's at the front desk? And he said, oh, um, you know, whatever. They stepped out for a second; they're going to be back. He's like, but. Like, what do you need? And this gym member just kind of, like, helped me out, and um, he was like, you know, I told him this is my first time doing, like, a CrossFit open workout, and he was like, oh, I'm about to do a CrossFit open workout. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, what the heck? Like, this person doesn't even know me, but he wants to do this with me? I was like, okay, this is cool. And so, uh, yeah, him and I, we knocked out 20.1 um, together, and it was actually pretty neat, because... There were part like there were times where I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like tired, but he was still going. So I was like, All right, I gotta <laughs> I at least gotta keep up with this guy. And so it pushed me to like keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and at the end, you know, he said, Hey, it was like really great. Hopefully we'll see you back here again. And this is just a member. This isn't even like
1: a coach. A coach or, or, or someone from the staff.
0: Yeah. Um and uh, I should also mention that uh, the coaches that were there, you know, they apologized. They said, we did see you walk in, but we were judging. And so we couldn't like step away. Fair, too. fair. And
1: yeah. it, it made sense. Right. Yeah, and fair. so I said, They're judging.
0: Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. Like, I, I understood that. It's all good. Um, but then I came back the following Friday with Harwin, <laughs> and people remember my name. Been there one time. And they remember my name. So the
1: coaches remembered your name? Yeah,
0: they remembered my name. They remembered I've been there. They're like, oh, you, you need to come back. you Come back on Friday, blah, blah, And so it was kind of neat that it's like, I've been there one time. Seven days later, I come back. Like, how many people do they see between that? Yeah, right. And 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 I honestly, like, if they didn't remember me, I'd be like, that's cool. Like, I probably wouldn't remember me either. Because
1: you're, you're used to it, right? Like, you're used to, like, going into one place and being nobody. Uh, And then the norm is that the next time you drop in or the norm that next time you go to the same place, like it's understandable, like they may not remember you, but in this particular case, they remembered you.
0: Yeah, they remembered me. It was crazy. And then, uh, you know, we met some more, you know, some other coaches and um, I forget which workout, which open workout was it? The one where it was the clean and jerks? I
1: think that was 20.2 or three
0: want to say it was like 20 point.
1: So so as you look that three. up. Um like she mentioned um I I went she during that week after her first official visit to 20, NC 24. Fit oh after her first visit to 20 <laughs> after she her first visit to um NC Fit Mountain View uh she talked it up a lot and I think I already had gone to um I already did my my onboarding with NC fit San Jose. So technically and I already probably did one or two workouts already at the San Jose location. And she really wanted me to go to mountain view with her. Um, and so I, I, you know what? Friday night did something. So I ended up going with her for her second time to NC fit San Jose. I'm sorry, no, mountain, view. mountain view and uh, the staff. Yeah. The, it's a huge facility in comparison to, to um san jose Jose. it's not again i don't want to badmouth san jose because i go to san jose but in comparison it is a bigger facility um not the biggest we've been to probably talk about that later but definitely good use of space very well maintained community is pretty cool um and really just the level of i mean it sounds like one long piece of like we're trying to uh, sell people on this box, but <laughs> honestly I, the the standard has been set for us like it's pretty high, yeah, and I think you know the 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 coaches remembered her um and they saw me, so the any subsequent time we came after they they kinda associated us together, and um we made friends after that first day, you know, like people were just remember i'm guarantee you, I haven't been there in a while, but I guarantee you if I go there again. See the same people, it'll it'll catch up again. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And it was during twenty point four. There was a coach, Josh. Josh, who encouraged me. Like I was, I thought I couldn't do a hundred and fifteen pound jerk, or even a clean. I was mm-hmm. like, I've like I, I was like this this week I pr'd at one oh five. He's like, oh, you can do one fifteen. I was like, no, I I can I can't I can't. He goes, yeah, you can. I'm just gonna set it up for you. And then if you wanna do it, you do it. If you don't want to, then you don't do it. I was like, okay. But I did it. And it was like I got one rep before the time was up. Um but and you
1: PR'd during I the PR'd. Opening.
0: And you guys can check it out on my Instagram. We I did I did post, post it. it. I did post it. She um,
1: posted it, but we'll also post it on our uh, on our Instagram. Yeah, so
0: you guys can see it. But um yeah, I was I was stoked. Um and then like after that, like every time uh, like we came in a few times after that. Um, we went to the uh, NC fit throwdown and we saw him there. He's just like, Oh, Hey. And he like remembered us. And so it's just like, just the, like the quality of like, I guess customer service, even, you know, it's I, I think, like all the coaches were really knowledgeable. Um, not that the coaches in other boxes that we've been to aren't knowledgeable. They are, but it's just like that customer service piece I think, where yeah, exactly. they, they try really hard to create like that community. And I think you can see it in the members, the way that they act and the way that they talk to each other. And mm-hmm. um you see all the members, um, they don't put their equipment away until everyone's finished. Um they help clean up the chalk, um, they help clean up the equipment. And it's just that ownership. And again, um it, it all comes it all comes down to like leadership, right? So And see Fitz leadership says, this is what's important to us. And that trickles down to the coaches and then the coaches say, Hey, this is what's important to us. And then you see the members doing it as well. And so I think that just shows um, just, it's just a different level. I think,
1: I think, you know, if you guys follow Kalipa um, or listen to his podcast, I think he he does emphasize a lot on building community, uh, also uh, elevating the level of customer service. Right. And that, that is very apparent from this first time. Um, even my onboarding, um, I happened to like CC says, like people remember your name. It's kind of amazing. And we've talked about this a few times before. I was like, I've only met that dude once, but he remembers my name. Yeah. Like he may not get it right. You know, he may not like, like most of the time when you drop into places or like meet somebody for one time for one brief second, they won't remember you. But like, I don't know what it is. It's that sense of that sense of just like taking pride in the people that you, uh, service in this particular case coaches you know helping out people do the workouts it it's it's crazy because you know i did my onboarding like i said at san jose uh did it with two different coaches because it's two one-hour sessions um those coaches remember my name just from that one-hour session i didn't you know didn't drop into a box until like weeks after um and then one of the coaches that i met during one of those sessions not related to my actual onboarding matt He remembered my name the the first day I dropped in for the first time as, you know, doing a CrossFit workout out of box. He remembered my name. And, and like, it's crazy that everybody like, just, I don't, and I don't want to sound like I go every day because I don't, I literally go maybe once every other week, but currently I'm training for a competition. So I'm incorporating a lot more strength. So I'm there more often, but just even as a casual, whether it's 5am 6 7 a.m. I haven't gone to an evening class yet, there, but like I know the coaches, like the coaches know me. And
0: but it's funny though, because I go to the evening classes and they're like, Oh, you're Arwen's wife, <laughs> and I'm like, How do you even know this? Yeah, like, crazy, what the right? heck? Yeah, yeah, but they just know they're like, Oh, yeah, I know your husband. And I'm he like, came
1: in earlier or whatever, yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm just like, What the heck? How do they, but they just know yeah, these yeah, things, it's,
1: it's kind of scary, right? We talked, we you and I have talked <laughs> offline about this, like, dude, it's kind of creepy how how well they remember people's yeah. like names. And I guarantee you if we go to Mountain View again, cause we haven't been since the open.
0: girl at the front desk. She'll for sure remember us.
1: Yeah. And, and, and by the way, Jason, if you're listening, uh, both your Mountain View and San Jose staff are, are amazing. Um, coaches. Um, yeah, are just, I know we're like tooting your horn here, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your, your level of, uh, the way that you run the business is really top notch. And like, it's not that we're the reason why we say that's because when we go to, we've gone to other boxes, we've gone to a box in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm not going to say which, but there's not a lot. So maybe you can figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So we've gone to a box in Las Vegas. We've gone to a box in back in my hometown and, and, and the level of like, it's like you were saying, the, the, it's the curse of the unpaid coach, right? Definitely the one in back in, back at home or back in the central Valley. Like that is definitely you could tell a unpaid coach. He was late.
0: He showed up late. Like we were there early, and there were like it was weird because there was no one at the front desk.
1: No one at the front desk, but but the gym was open. The gym was open, but no staff was in there. Yeah, we're like, like,
0: what the heck? How?
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that's how they run it, right? Like I get it, I get it. Like if it's like a like a small community, and it's like, yeah, I trust you, I'll give you the keys or whatever. I get it. Like I've been there. I've been part of that. Like unpaid. Employee, I don't want to say employee; that implies. But I've been that volunteer worker that has keys to a facility or whatever. I have been that guy.
0: Yeah, and like we walked in and like we found waivers on the desk, and we filled them out. But we could have very easily not filled out the waivers and just gone in and worked out. And if we got injured, yeah. Now there's a lawsuit. Yeah, and there was no one there to make sure. We were the only one dropping
1: in. There was that other guy from poor Washington,
0: from Washington. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and so it's like. And now, like, you're, are you really saving that much money? Because now if you get sued, now you are dealing with a lawsuit. So, like,
1: talk about that. You, You said that Jason talks about that in his podcast. Like, talk about the legal side or the legal ramifications of having an unpaid coach on your, on your art, teaching, coaching. So... By the way, this is not legal advice. It's not. It's not. It's just <laughs> um, uh, a third-hand account from a cop podcast. Again, for more information, go to Jason Cleaver's business. <laughs> <Body> of- <laughs> <has> to, uh,
0: <laughs> which I don't. I think he even says that he's not giving legal advice. <laughs> um, so my understanding from from what I heard, his understanding is, um, is that if you have someone teaching, coaching, um, and they are a W two employee for your business then they are covered under your insurance. So if someone gets injured during their class, it's cool. Like your insurance covers it. God forbid. I mean, it's not (laughs) cool, but you know, it's like insurance wise, like you're
1: cool. Your business is, is, yeah.
0: You'll be okay. Um, To a degree. If they are a contractor. A
1: 1099.
0: A 1099 employee or contractor, 1099 contractor, um, then they need to have their own insurance. Insurance.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And you Like they don't fall under your insurance. So if anything happens. That's on them. It's on them. Mm -hmm. Now, when you have a gym member and they're working in the capacity of a coach, but they're not actually an employee. What happens? I don't know. Jason doesn't know. He hasn't dealt with that. (laughs) But so. It can't be good. It just it can't be good because they're not covered under your insurance as a coach. Because they're not an employee. Mm. They're a member. So if they get injured while working out, sure, like it's covered, but they're giving someone advice in a authoritative capacity. Sure. Um, And he said one thing that lawyers do, um, just in his experience, is they'll look at your business and they'll try to find a crack in your procedures, something that you're not doing 100%. And they're going to expose that crack and they're going to dig deep. Hmm. They're just, they're really going to go after that cracking procedures. So if your crack is the fact that this person is working as a coach, but they're not actually an employee, they don't have, maybe they don't have the certifications, um, maybe they haven't gone through training, um, whatever it may be, you're leaving yourself exposed for A lawyer to find that crack sure um and i mean think about that could really i mean depending on how much you have to settle for the lawsuit right how much you end up having to pay out it could honestly just take down your whole business and did you really save that much i mean could have just paid the person 10 bucks for that hour
1: yeah exactly right
0: and so it's like but now you don't have a business
1: i think you touched I think this touches, you know, more so on like what you were saying earlier like if if they're not going to pay you you know like how you're the gym you used to coach at, you know, we'll see how you are in a year. So where they, you know, I think if you couldn't pay them now, where are they really going to pay you later on? Right. Right? Like, you know, are you kidding yourself? You as a business owner for example or a box owner, if you couldn't pay them today, what makes you think you can pay them tomorrow?
0: Right, and again, it's um it's about investing in your business, right um they used an analogy which I really liked, and now I can't remember what it was, so you guys have to go listen to it. It's like at the very end, it was like so good um but if you think about it, right, um if you want a job oh i remember this is what it wasn't the analogy that i was thinking of but so they said um if if you go to the doctor and whatever you're seeing your doctor regularly for an illness and then your doctor says you know what i'm actually gonna go on vacation i need someone to step in for me it's cool my son he's been shadowing me he's got this (laughs) like you'd be like whoa okay hold on a second i, I don't know like I'm, i don't really feel comfortable with that it's the same thing with the coach if you're like yeah i'm the coach but i'm gonna go on vacation it's cool this gym member has seen me like coach a few times they'll step in they got this mm. it's the same thing
1: it's the same thought
0: it's the same thought process yeah, yeah. right um obviously you have to go through a lot more scoring sure, to be a sure. doctor but it's the same thought process like That doctor would never just hand it over to anyone. They'd be like, no, here's this person, like they're qualified, you know, they've done this, they've done that. And so you want people that really are invested and they want to be a coach. They want to be there. They want to help people. Um, They want your business to be successful. Um, And if you're not investing in yourself, no one else is going to invest in you. They're not. It's the same way if you don't fight for yourself in your job, no one else is going to fight for you. You know, no one's going to come to you and be like, you know what? You deserve a promotion. We're just going to promote you. You didn't work for it, but it's okay. Like, you work really hard. We see that. And so we're just going to promote you, even if like you didn't ask for it. It's rare. That doesn't happen. So many people want that promotion. You have to make a note. Hey, I want this promotion. This is what I've done to get that promotion. And, you know, like you're investing time in yourself to get that promotion. So it's the same thing with your business. You have to invest in your business in order to get that back. Otherwise these members, they're not going to have the greatest experience Mm -hmm. and they're just going to walk out. You
1: know, I think what, what I'm gathering is, is like, you know, having, well, number one, having a standard for having a standard for, again, we're not business owners. Um, We're just, these are third hand accounts. And and then our experiences from a consumer level, how we feel that um, you know our experience in dropping in boxes, but I think that there is a definite standard to what you know Kalipa is saying is like you know you pay your employees, keep us have a standard, keep that standard, and that's going to transfer down to your 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 customer or your community, right? Like, yeah. Because the experience that one person has, well, number one, you're going to have long standing um, clients. Right, people mm-hmm. that are going to tend to want to stay with, with the box that they're at, um, and then you're going to also have, you know, coaches that are going to coach there for quite some time, right? And um, it's just a level of expertise, a level, a higher level of experience that CC and I have definitely appreciated because I think we're definitely spoiled having living in this area and having this availability of great boxes to go at. I think it's definitely higher because in, in our experience in traveling, when we still want to get our workout on. It is definitely the, the kind of, what do you call it? Grassroots, right? Yeah. You have the unpaid coach or you have the, no one at the front desk because that person that's running the front desk is also running the box, doing the, the workout or is doing, you know, something else. Right. And, and, and that's not to mean that they're above it, but because I've definitely seen at San Jose, for example, the, the, the coaches man both, but they do do so very well right um San Jose's fairly small so it's not hard to like switch back and forth but yeah. if there's a class going on then they're definitely a, a, attentive to the class right yeah but you know if there's no front front end staff that somebody um will help
0: and i think you probably remember this but when we went to vegas you know we walked into
1: <laughs> that box yeah to
0: that box and um there was three guys sitting there and they had their little hypervolts and they were hypervolting their legs. They were talking. And they yeah. were just talking. And we're kind of like standing there like. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a really small
1: entranceway and they didn't greet us or anything like that. They didn't greet
0: us. They kind of like looked at us and they just kept talking. And it was kind of like the scene where we're like, um, is are they gym members? Yeah, are they gym know. owners? Mm-hmm. Like, are they employees? Like, I'm not sure what they are. And because they didn't greet us, we're like, are we, should we not be here? Yeah. Like, there is the some- gym not open yet? Like. It was just like this awkward, like, I don't understand, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And then it it felt like 10 minutes, maybe it wasn't 10 minutes, but it felt like 10 minutes later, finally, one of the guys like turns around, he's just like, oh, hey, are you guys dropping in? And it turns out that was the gym owner.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. I think he was finishing his conversation. Like, first of all, when you have, it felt kind of rude in the sense of like, he was finishing his, like he was talking to his friends and then he needed to finish his conversation before he needed to engage us. And I get it if it was something heated or whatever, but it was a casual conversation that he I clearly was having and that he ended up needing to finish his conversation before he approached us and asked us, was like, you know, we're visitors. We're, we clearly due to the size of your box. We're clearly probably not, you know, members of your box. Cause you would probably know us. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, this. Gym owner and
0: and I think I think part of it had to do with the fact that we were in Vegas um, so and I'm part, sure that they get a lot of like people just like or, yeah, that's dropping fair. in that's fair. and so like in his mind he's just like oh well this person's just going to drop in I'm going to make what twenty five bucks off of them and like they're not going to be back I get tomorrow it. I get it so I kind of understand that but at the same time you don't know that maybe I just moved to Vegas and mm-hmm. I'm looking for a box mm-hmm. and I'm stopping by your establishment and this is my first experience. Honestly, if I had just moved to Vegas and that was my first experience, I I, I wouldn't be back. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great. Um, but when we go to NC Fit, like they might be talking, you know, the coaches might be talking amongst themselves. But as soon as someone walks in, they're like, oh, hey, yeah, hi. They
1: do. Like, like how are you? haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. How's your shoulder or how's your like they remember something about you. Yeah. That, you know, or like, like you said, hey, I saw Arwen this morning. Like, they immediately correlate something with, you know, like they remember you. They yeah. clear, not a, can you, like, hey, how are you? Haven't seen you in a minute. Like, generic. They immediately remember something about you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, if you haven't experienced it, I'd encourage you to drive now to, like, now we're all <laughs> oh, sponsored by NCFA guys, I <laughs> promise. We're advertising for Jason. Uh, but no, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's crazy, right? And And again, there's hundreds of thousands probably of of boxes around the world and and and, and I'm guaranteeing our our experience is probably not unique um, in terms of you know this level of customer service that we're getting, but you know the, it's just the, the 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 out of the handful we've gone you know it's definitely not the norm right yeah,
0: yeah. and i think um I think it is important to have that type of ownership in your employees right because I I mean I've been to my fair share of gyms you know trying to find a gym that I like and honestly I stay for the community I do Um, and I liked UFC for a while because um, they had a the general manager there at the time at the time Jeremy amazing he was great he created that community. And when he left, the next general manager, he wasn't bad. Not a bad guy. Um, you no, know, he was fine. But he didn't wow me. He didn't create, he he didn't maintain that community. Um, and it just kind of like, it kind of went downhill from, from there. Uh, for you. For, for you. me. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I didn't like it as much. And that's when I started looking for a new gym. And. I kept hoping Jeremy would come back and um, now if you if you guys want to check out Jeremy, he's over at a 49ers Fit and uh, a lot of people have gone over there just because he creates that community. Um, and By the so, way,
1: 49ers are going to the NFC Championship, so go Niners.
0: Yeah! We haven't <laughs>
1: seen that in a very long time. Hey, okay, don't click on subscribe <laughs> if you don't like the Niners. <laughs> I mean, what, insert whatever team you love.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so i i think that's that's not so i'm not saying like jason's the only one that you know has this no like i also saw that in in jeremy and if you guys want to see that you can check out the 49ers fit gym which i haven't been yet but it's jeremy so i'm sure he creates a really nice community there and i've seen pictures it looks pretty nice over there
1: they got some nice equipment
0: yeah they do have some nice equipment um but yeah i think it's that community feel that That people really stay for and it's like it's like they said like when i worked at starbucks they always said your customers it doesn't matter like how much your product is your customer will come to you even if it's further away if they have a good experience yeah i think they'll drive further for a good experience than they will just for the product
1: i I think so you know as especially as you and i get older we're definitely more willing to pay more for the experience, especially if it's a good one. And the best way I can relate it to is like recently, like you got a haircut, right? And you've been going to the same hairdresser for for a while years, now, right? Years, yeah, and and she may not be in the same place that she originally was in. No, but, she is. Oh, she is. But yeah, she's still from the running thing theme, I hear is like women will follow their hairdresser because of simply the experience. They know the hair, they know how to use it.
0: And it's crazy because I haven't seen my hairdresser in like almost two years. Yeah, I know, guys. I haven't. I ju- Literally, it took two years for me to get haircut. <laughs> okay, it's terrible. Um, it's just, yeah, yeah. Okay, don't even get don't even get no me into that. No, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so I finally got my haircut. But when I showed up, she's just like, oh my gosh, hey. She's like, how was your wedding? And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> you know, and like she just knew these things about me. And s- some of my friends go to her too. Like. She was referred to me by um yeah. a couple of my friends. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they they would give her updates about me, but she would listen. She would remember, remember. these things that yeah. they would tell Again, her customer, about me. customer
1: service, right? Yeah. Like relating it back to you, and then it's that experience. So that way And it
0: was like it was it was like when I came in for my haircut, it wasn't like this awkward, like, Oh, hey, I haven't seen you in yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, what's been you mm-hmm, in the past mm-hmm. two years? It was like you're catching up with an old friend.
1: Yeah. But you know going back going back to the
0: and, and and i mean she also gave me a nice haircut <laughs> it's
1: beautiful babe
0: thank you thank you <laughs>
1: um going back to like you know jason cleep on the, the curse of the unpaid coach i i think you know it, it is a curse I, I think you know uh well first off people are going to say hey i looked into nc fit they for their coaches they have a internship program in your That's eyes true. babe how is that different? Again, we're, we're we don't we're not coaches for NC Fit. is not a coach for NC Fit. Just from a cursory standpoint, from what you've read online, information available online. How is that different from an unpaid coach? Because it essentially, is an unpaid coach.
0: Yes. So the difference, as I understand it, and Jason Kaliba can correct me on this, or any NC Fit employee can correct me on this. But my understanding for the internship program is that you well first of all in order to do an internship if i remember this correctly you do need to have your cfl1 certification um so there's an
1: accreditation step one
0: step one (laughs) you need to know the material first of all right um so that's the crossfit level one um certification that you need it's a like weekend class that you take.
1: Which she has, by the way.
0: Which I, yes, I do have. <laughs> um, and then the internship is for people that don't really have that coaching experience. And so what NC Fit does is they pair you up with a coach and you have to put in a number of hours of um, basically like observing. And so, you know, um, they, they break it down like, okay, you want to do this many hours of watching the coach teach the class. But then you have to take notes. And um you recap like what you've learned during that class and um you check in with um I forget who you check in with someone. I forget who you're supposed to check in with, but you check in with someone like throughout your journey during this internship and they provide you feedback um on like how you're doing. Um, you know. So it
1: really is like an internship program. It
0: really is an internship okay. program. And then um, as like you complete certain hours, you move step by step through this internship um, until you get to a point where like you're coaching the class with another coach. Um, so like you're helping give feedback to um, the students and then um, eventually you get to teach the class on your own with another coach shadowing you and seeing how you're doing so that they can give you that feedback mm. on um, how you did. So. There's always another coach there making sure that you are providing that high quality of service. And so, yeah, it's an unpaid internship, but at the same time, um, it's a it's a training opportunity. It's sure. the same way, like, if you were to go to school, like, you're yeah. learning. Yeah, It's just a step in the process but- to get that job. And then at the end of it, you know, if you do well and you pass...
1: Their their, SOP, their, their, their assessment standard, yeah.
0: and you meet the standard, um, then, you know, there's that possibility of becoming a part-time or a full-time coach. Um, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I, I did not go through the internship process, so I don't know for sure that's how it is, but that was my understanding of it when I read about it online.
1: Versus, you know, versus your experience at your, your, an older gym that you used to go to where you're a gym goer, they needed a person with some level of experience and you came off essentially off the streets and like a white belt teaching kids, like not to discredit you, right?
0: Right. But, but I'm just but, a white belt. Like yeah. I literally had no, yeah, <laughs> had no, no business, business teaching, teaching kids. Right? <laughs> and so
1: like, versus the internship program where A, number one, you have to have your, your L1, CL1 or whatever. CFL1, yeah. CFL1. And then you have an internship program that you go through. So hopefully- That you're by the
0: constantly end, like getting feedback yeah. on.
1: So hopefully by the end of this experience, A, not only- you may have a potential for a job, but you know and if you get selected for a job then you that know, I means you exceeded the standard or met or exceed hopefully exceeded the standard but you know got it and then so now hey that kind of think of it is like it's an onboarding process for coaches like the onboarding process you go for a lot of these crossFit gyms and just make sure it just makes it assures that you meet the standard and that standard's always going to be met right no matter what it's always going to be at a high level. And, and, and so far it's been at a very high level, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it has been. And that's something else that Jason talks about saying that it's important for not only your people to have that training, like that certification that they need, but also for you to provide training specific to your gym because something that works here in the Bay Area may not necessarily work the same in say Austin sure. or yeah, Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's about knowing like, like your market and being able to f- provide a product that appeals to that market, um and so you know that is um Jason said that one thing you can expect from every coach that works at NC fit is they've all been through that same training yeah. now, everyone may not necessarily have gone through the internship program, but I think everyone has to go through some sort of in doc yeah, some sort of like onboarding where they have to prove that they are at that quality and they meet that standard that NC fit requires of their coaches. And and,
1: you know, like this is not just, just in CrossFit. I think you and I have talked about this in other genres too. Like in the, the ice cream man just drove by really fast. Notice how fast it went by.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's no kids here. He's got to make it to the park before it it gets too dark.
1: (laughs) Um, but you know, it's not it's again like it's not just in CrossFit, right? There's the 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 same may happen in some other like jujitsu, there's tons of academies, right? And some are franchises or business models that like CrossFit, right? Uh Tenth Planet. Tenth Planet has like a similar they have tons of different um tons of different uh bo- not boxes, academies around the world and they have some sort of standard just having visited two or three like you're going to get the same experience each teaches its own different style of the same system but you're going to get a very consistent um kind of an experience and a high level of experience Um, same thing with like grace gracie uh gracie baja right like i went to the one in spain and i've been the one here in the states and they have a system they have an a curriculum that they teach and the, it's, it's consistent. So whether you go to Spain or here in the States or wherever in the world, you're going to get a very similar high level of experience um, versus the, the, the place where you teach taught at, you know, where it's like, who knows. Right. And, and it's just really how people tackle their business. And I think there's a lot to learn about, you know, paying staff or having that level of higher standard for, Uh, Your business.
0: Right. And I don't, and again, it's not that everyone at that gym wasn't qualified to teach or didn't have a certification. There were people that were qualified. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there were a lot that weren't. Um, And to be honest, like, one of the things I would hear is like they wouldn't hire certain people because uh, they didn't look. Hmm a certain way.
1: Ah, so there was some prejudice there.
0: Yeah. So they, you know, it's like if you were overweight, they're just like, well, you don't look fit, which means that you probably can't teach because, (laughs) you know, and so, which I think, um, like at UFC gym, I think one of the coaches that I've really enjoyed interacting with is Wyatt, but Wyatt doesn't have like six pack abs. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He doesn't, he doesn't look like a bodybuilder. (laughs) Like,
1: you know, he
0: doesn't look like, Mr. Muscles, but he does give good feedback during his workouts, Workouts, um, you know, and he has good energy and he has that customer service piece. And like every time I see him, he's always like, oh, hey, CC, you know, and so it's like, I really enjoyed like taking Wyatt's classes because the experience, I just felt like I had a good experience with mm-hmm. him. I felt like he was knowledgeable regardless of what he looks like. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. Because someone can have washboard abs, that doesn't mean they can teach you. <laughs> that just means that they did certain things to get to that point.
1: Mm, I was going to ask you if you can elaborate, but uh, maybe that's for a different podcast about, um, you know, just because the, the the coach fits the part doesn't mean that they're qualified.
0: Yeah, and we, we can get into that. <laughs> that's a whole other...
1: Converse, uh, podcast episode in in itself.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah. So if you guys are interested in hearing that podcast, it is Jason Kalipa's um, what is it called? Fitness of business, business of b- fitness, fitness podcast. Um, and I'm so sorry, I do not remember. I will,
1: the... I will look, I Actually, have it up right here. I'm going to look it up. Or is it the AMRAP mentality?
0: No, I think it's the business of fitness. I'm fairly certain that's the one. I'm looking
1: at Well, one books. of his other podcasts is The Amrap and Talent Mentality. Um same name as yeah, his book. Yeah, so it is
0: The Business of Fitness podcast. It's with Jason and MDV. It's episode 87, The Curse of the Unpaid Coach.
1: So, shout um, out to um Jason Kalipa for giving us, un, you know, unintentionally to him today's topic for our podcast, but uh both CC and I I haven't listened to it again uh listened to it yet. Uh, but I will. But uh, CC chewed it up, and uh,
0: oh, I loved it. It, it was, was great.
1: It was. She thought it was great, and and I'm I'm sure I will I will too. But you know, it's definitely something that we notice, and it brought up a conversation with us about our experience with. The NC Fit and just CrossFit boxes in general, and we thought We're actually it was
0: just gyms in general, general really.
1: gyms in general, and it just was a good thought. We thought it was something that we, we could talk about, and clearly we have. We're running at over fifty minutes now. <laughs> but if you have stuck around this long, we want to say thank you. If this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts: Google, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast. Um, Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh please subscribe. If you can rate um or comment, please rate and comment. Let us know how we're doing. Follow us on Instagram. Feel free to message us or comment on any of that. Um it's F2F Podcasts. And uh
0: and yeah, so uh if you guys have any feedback on things you want to hear, uh, you know, please let us know. Also let us know if you liked this topic. Yeah, and it's interesting. if you agree or if you didn't agree, um we will be posting up a post for this episode and feel free to comment on your experience with the unpaid coach or just boxes in general. And yeah. let us know if you have been to an NZ fit gym and have had a actually, similar experience. Let us,
1: let us know if you currently go to NC fit gym and let us know which one you go to. And if you actually know who we are, <laughs> especially me, if I go in once like every week, uh it'd be be kinda of interesting to to see if any of my the the regulars that I, I see uh listen to this. That'd be kinda of cool actually. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the Fights of In a Finish podcast. My name is r S.
0: And I'm Cece.
1: And we'll catch you on the next one, guys.
0: Bye.